This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. Live from your headphones. It's Heffron and Reap. Yeah. Happy Cyber Monday. Everybody. Yeah. Happy Cyber Monday. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Subscribe and hit the bell button. And also... Leave a comment in. Yeah, don't 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 forget to share. Sharing is caring. We love it when you share. Um, how do I sound to you, John Reap? You sound a little quiet to me. Oh no, you sound great to me. Um, I'm sounding quiet to you. A little. Okay. Um, vibe, dude. You you do you, man. I feel. I'm just going to start off by telling you, I feel super sexy tonight. You gotta um, look good. Uh, with uh, uh, by the way, if you're listening, blah, 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 blah. I had all these, uh, you know me, with all these. I just, I couldn't find the right song. We need new songs. Oh uh, yeah, sounded too like stock. Uh, it just comes with every video thing you make on Apple, right? How like to families like we're on the beach, and then there's like a sway, and then the thing moves and pushes in on your dog, and then comes back and does a thing. Anyway, it does sound like that totally. Um, yeah, well, we're going live. This is the Heffern and Reap show. We're not just a podcast. We're more than that because we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We go live. We take your comments. We talk about the 80s. Um, and we're also listener supported because we're also on Patreon. And we have, John, I'm very happy to say we have two new Patreon supporters. And I'd like to give them shout outs right now. Do it. Thank you to Stacy Thibert and Shane Flint. Air, yeah. air horn, air yeah. horn. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is an air I horn. I, I dropped the ball right there. I should have had. Uh... There we go. All right. Yeah, that's perfect. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, good. And I see you haven't talked. So first off, we have so much to cover. Uh, if those of you who are used to uh, listening to me and John. Uh, every Monday, or uh, if you're listening on podcast, then you might have noticed. But usually, I'm in a super dark, super dark barn, mm. um, and I'm usually shivering. And you can usually see my breath. Uh, and and as you notice, I have new digs. I don't know how yes. much with the view and and everything. I don't know how much you can see behind me, but I have all new digs. I was about to bring that up, John, because you look way more comfortable and more homey. More like it looks it looks a little Pinteresty, don't you think? Well, it's layered. I see pillows, I see knickknacks and doodads and things hanging up on the walls. I I do. So uh, I had to figure out my my podcast scenario. We know my internet sucks at my house, right? And, I, and mm. I've been doing a lot of corporate. Um, zoom type shows where where they get the sales team on it's just fun and we, we do a little stand up and then we uh, talk to people uh but i was doing it out of the barn and freezing to death 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought a, uh, uh, I believe it's called a travel trailer. Okay. Um, not a, it's not a fifth wheel. For those of you camping enthusiasts, I don't want to get the thing. This is a trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two bedrooms but behind me. There's a bathroom. There's a kitchen. Um, and right now in Michigan, it is 20-some degrees, sleety, crappy out. And look at me. I'm literally sweating. I got this thing toasty. It's like 65 degrees in here. I'm not yeah. old. Um, literally got this last week. Uh, uh, if I would have waited a week, I would have probably died uh, on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look great. Now, I'm also noticing I'm going to get back to the trailer. But I also need to change this. The, what? What's this? this that I'm the, touching? The quilt? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what's uh, what? Why the need for the the blanket? What's underneath you know what? there? It has that. Um, it has a camper uh, vibe pillow underneath here. You okay. know that kind of looks. Um, oh, this is great. Alan just went full screen on you, and I can see yeah. a lot more now. This is interesting. Yeah, well, John, so, I feel like you should give us a tour of everything. I can't get up. I, the, what, how I'm uh, how I'm seated. Seated? Is that a word? Seated? My leg, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck underneath the booth. I literally gotcha. can't move. Like, so if there was a tornado or something, I would be hosed. But here's what I've noticed if you're looking. So I put the, which way? How do you go? How do you not, um, the text John thing. But see this comforter right here? I went to Home Goods. Haven't been in that store ever. But I have to get rid of this. It looks Christmassy, it's but it Christmas- also looks dated, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is Christmassy. Yeah. But it's... Uh, it's busy as hell. Uh, you think so? It's Ohio State colors. <gasps> if you're a Michigan person. Oh, like dude. See, I didn't even think of that because Christmas is red. And so is, yeah, it's I red guess, and green. Yeah, it's fine. Um, right? I wouldn't have thought Ohio State colors, but that's it's, that's it's, the Michigan in you, huh? Uh, go, oh, Wait, go back to full screen and you can tell me. You know, I've, wait, ouch. So, so this is just straight leather. This isn't the dated thing. No, no, I'm, I'm saying that why, I, that's why I'm asking why the need to, to cover it up at all because the leather looks great. Oh, here's Rachel <laughs> right. Lewis is um, saying Heffern with the Ohio State yeah. colors in Michigan country. Go Bucks! Yeah, look, not, the rest of the world doesn't look at that blanket and think Ohio State. I'm just telling you that's only in Michigan. Which I don't even think people in Ohio State would think of that blanket as an Ohio State blanket. But now it's all you're thinking about. So I yeah. literally messed it up for myself. <laughs> right. Um, hey, if anybody crochets, want to send me a blanket, I'll put, I'll put your blanket back there. But why did you I'm even cover up? It I'm I'll thinking the leather, the leather couch would have looked cool without the blanket on top of it. I don't think you need the blanket. Although the blanket looks great because it's Christmas time. Yeah, and this is the most Christmassy that I... Uh, so... I bought some stuff this weekend for my house because I don't, I just moved there last year. So I don't even, I lost an entire box of Christmas stuff. I don't know how that happened. Oh man. I only had one box of Christmas stuff and there's only one basement. I don't know where all my Christmas stuff went, mm-hmm. uh, but it's gone. So I went to uh, the city I live in. And my thing was, I wasn't going to shop on Amazon. I was just going to go to all these little like boutique type stuff. Right. Um, so I went and I really got like uh, Pinteresty type stuff, mm. a lot of wood with peace, love and joy on it. 
you know. Um, yeah, right, I, right. I bought a lot of stuff, Santas that were like looked old. Um, but uh, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna get a tree. Okay. So anyway, so long story short, this is more. This is as Christmassy as I think I'm getting this year is on our podcast. I think that's all you need. You know what I mean? Um, you get a tree. I don't have anybody. I'm not. You know, with uh, nobody's coming to the house Christmas morning, right? So this is one of those weird Christmas. I'm saying if you're, like, I've I've been single before where I've lived by myself. There's no reason to decorate for yourself. But what um, if you love Christmas though? I mean, it's okay to do, but I'm saying don't feel bad if you don't get around to it, especially if you know you're going somewhere else where there will be a tree and stuff like that. I don't. Um, I'm not buying gifts. I know it's Cyber Money and everybody's doing a thing. I, oh. I have two nephews that are, you know, at prime. You need to give them a gift type yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know if I'm. Uh, are you not going to get them gifts? Are you saying it right now on the podcast? I'm, oh, they're the only two that I am getting gifts. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, right, I, right. Usually I make an excuse to even buy something for myself. Right. And even this year, I'm like, oh, I'm good. How old are the nephews? Uh, Like nine-ish and five-ish. I'm off by a couple years on both. 32 right. and 47. I have mm. never been good at buying gifts for kids ever. I'm um, a good gift. Like, there's some really good. They're at the perfect boy age where, like, a Nerf gun. Oh, um, that right. type, you know, that type of thing. So, like, toys and not electronics. Yeah, yeah. They're not. Yeah, they're young enough where you you don't have to get them a PS5. Hmm. Um, well, well, I'll just go ahead and say I, I was going to tell you I love the the makings of the new beard. Oh, so here's the thi- uh, thing: you look like um, you're about eight, nine, ten days in here. It's so itchy, right? It's crazy itchy. That's the stage you're in. It's and then when did this happen? Where suddenly just nothing grows? You have a like, <laughs> weird and how high up on my face is is it supposed to get? Mm-hmm. This is like borderline going over my cheekbone. Right. And like, I, if you cut it down like this, then I look like Don Johnson or like George Michael, which is a good look. Um, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to do it. So, well, look, these are all the things that I went through when I first grew my beard. Great, <laughs> great news is you can carve out whatever you want. Right. So I also grow my hair. Like if I don't do anything, this, it will come up to this, my cheek right about here. Right. So when I get in the shower and I'll take a razor blade and just kind of make it even, I'll come down a little bit here. Last week I told you I accidentally took off the sole patch. Yeah. Um, huh. And then I do it right about here. See, some people, you're in the phase where it's, it's growing all on the neck and everything. Let that go for a while. It will be itchy. I say give it another five to 10 days and then when it's like full thick because those parts that you're saying don't grow patchiness or whatever the hair will grow out far enough that it can cover those those spots and you won't even notice it if you get to a certain length do you want to uh if i let it go and i don't know if my volume's weird if it's just my um if i let this grow out you're gonna see my beard will get as red as yours that's a little secret little unknown fact my mom was fire redhead. Fire redhead. I have, and I, it'll be, it, it'll get red. So I, I live in a, in, in a farmhouse. Uh, I'm around a tractor. 
I'm starting to grow a red beard. You ever see that that movie? I think single white female, where, where that person, where that girl starts, <laughs> starts living or doing. You're not gonna like stab me in the eyeball with a heel, are you? <laughs> Is that what happens in there? Uh, start- spoiler alert. Um. Yeah. So so this week I was supposed to be in Omaha this weekend. I had tickets and everything. Um, that weekend uh, is canceled. Unfortunately, Omaha, I was looking mm. forward to it. Um, but that week is canceled. And then I was somewhere the following week and s- some other bigger comic wanted the weekend. Ugh. So I got aced out of that, which is going to happen a lot. Um, yeah. but it's weird. I was thinking, you know, second. why Mars, did and, you, and I'll, did you cancel Omaha or did they cancel? <sighs> That's an all fair. That's an all fair thing. Okay, that's fine. Fair. It's um they they limited it. Well, it's not an all fair thing. They whatever amount of shows, just everyone's freaked out about COVID. Right. You just limited. They started canceling shows to the point where you. Oh, right, right. You know, they forced your hand. It. Yeah, just right now, it just it's not worth the to be gone for four days to do two and a half shows and possibly get get COVID. Just yeah. the, for you know what I mean. Yeah. So everything, listen, 2021, we're going to be super busy. Um, yeah. right? Everything just keeps getting pushed to till then. My, yeah, um, my February is crazy. Yeah, I got nothing, though. I, I'm I'm done for the, the, until I think I've been Raleigh for New Year's. But it's weird. I see a lot of friends of ours in, um, performing. Remember in the 80s or 90s? I don't even know when you started doing comedy. There, there was always like one or two people in your area that are bookers that had like for those of you who aren't comedians there's this thing called one-nighters and it would be like a bar on a tuesday then there'd be another bar on a wednesday and then there'd be a weekend club that you do two shows and there's always like these bookers that put together a one-nighter run is what it was called right so just every day you you kind of did this whole the same booker book the whole thing and you you would do it and Mm -hmm. um there's still a lot of those guys out there but it was a thing um Today I noticed, I'm like, boy, they're, they're, people are going to look back at this and go, you're doing the COVID run. Because <laughs> there's like five clubs that have been consistently open during this whole thing. Right. And in, in Florida and Texas. <laughs> yeah, and that's right. The same dudes just like doing, you can just see, right? If you see one, you know what week because either they've had COVID, nobody's afraid of it, mm-hmm. or just news hasn't gotten down this some of those parts yet that there's a thing going on yeah so i'm bummed that i'm not you know i had to cancel everything but part of me right now is well i guess it's probably safer yeah Uh, are you you're done till 2021 they have no gigs uh, nothing my december obviously um oh that's right hello we're december 1st tomorrow yeah, yeah it's only a month but obviously six months ago i had not you know i had Five corporate events, yeah. four weeks of work, and a thing. Um, you got no New Year's Eve gig? Now it's just me and you. Uh, Raleigh. Charlie Goodnight's Raleigh. Oh, very um, good. Yeah. but I'll be in Nashville that weekend. Um, so, Are you, are you performing at your Zanies? Yeah. Zanies for the New Year's Eve. By the way, I love that our podcast has turned into what could be just a phone call between us. <laughs> Right. Well, it's interesting for people. I would find it if I were, I, I, just because most people don't know what it's like to do 
to be a stand-up comic. This is a weird profession. So the, oh. the, we're talking inside uh, sports here. So it's great. Um, also, I have to plug something else real quick since we're talking about comedy and dates. Yeah. I'm doing a uh, – for those of you watching this or listening to, the, uh, to this that are in the Hickory area – Vote for me next year for mayor, number one. Number two, hold on, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. December the 5th, I am performing. Uh, well, we're doing a live podcast there with the country ish live podcast. And my band, my buddies that are in a band called Southern Star Town, are going to play right after me. That's December the 5th at MVP, that's Mountain View Pub, uh, 7 p.m. starts. We're going to do Goodwill Hunting, Residual Check Game, Small Town News, Southern Star Town plays right after December 5th. December 18th, I'm with uh, Reno Collier in Walhalla, South Carolina. I mean, I haven't, I haven't talked to, the, to him about this gig in a long time. I'm assuming it's still happening, so we should get Reno on the horn next week. Um, hey, speaking of Nashville – um, I have a video from last time we were in Nashville. Uh, oh, hold, oh, hold on, hold on. Heffron and Reap. Subject change. I'm just so excited about my new. I can touch stuff without my fingers uh, getting numb and falling asleep. Well, that's great. Um, last time we were in Nashville together. Maybe when was that the last time I physically saw? Maybe saw you live. Or person was it a couple of years ago. By was the way, it? you're still the cover on Brad Paisley's thing. I can't believe that's still on. And <laughs> you're still the cover. And like that's I whip two things it. I can't believe that it's still out there and that I'm the face of it. I don't understand how that happened. Yeah, yeah. Netflix is always like watch it again. Um, okay, so now that's okay. I didn't know if it was if because if it's an algorithm and they know exactly what I like if they can even choose what the thumbnail is because they know it's me watching it. So maybe if it's your Netflix account, it's your face is the thumbnail, Yeah, but you're saying it's my face. Okay. That's yeah, good. Only, it's only you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was going through my phone and I saw, I was looking at a bunch of old videos and I just I have a lot of videos of me dancing dumb um, with comedians after shows. I kind of, I miss that. Right on like Saturday night when the, when the staff is cleaning yeah. up and wiping down tables. That's usually some of the, the you know I DJ and I play and you say good, but that's kind of like the thing. So I found a bunch of those random dance videos and then I was going to edit them and put them on Instagram and then I went that's just too much work. I'm not doing any of that. Wow. However, I did happen to find um, a video of us. Okay, I, have I seen this um, before? It's older. You probably have, but I I did notice something now looking back at it, and hmm. I want to apologize. I don't, Alan. Um, <clears throat> as I'm choking, I think I sent two. Might as well send the first one because I don't remember what I sent you. And then we'll talk for two seconds, and then I'm gonna play John the one with me and him, and then uh, apologize to him. But I might make him watch it and see why I would be apologizing. Oh, I like this game. Right, mm-hmm. um, it's subtle, but okay. Maybe it's a personality. I have a lot of personality flaws, but maybe I, I think I saw one of my personality flaws, and I didn't know it was that guy, but I was. <laughs> I've already said. I've already said a lot. Well, let's watch one of them. Um, but now you're feeling okay. You look at me and you see your past. 
Okay, that's the guy from um, what's his name? Sal? Is it Sal? Sal. Pract- yeah. Back to the Jokers, and that was Nate uh, on the other side eating pizza. Nate Bergazzi, John Heffern, Sal from uh, Impractical Jokers singing. What's the name of that song? Uh, that was Break My Stride. Yes. Were you, were you there with us then? I, I was there. Oh, yeah, because I'm about to show you a video. Of course. I, I, I was there. Burn Steve, was Steve Byrne. I was going to say Steve Byrne was there. We went out that night. We went to. That night was fun. That was one of those we you were in like this song. I wish I would have sent more because I have um, a lot of good ones. Um, We were in this soundproof booth or Mm -hmm. room with a big window. Yeah. uh, And you couldn't get into the room unless in the door was. Remember, we were pizza. Everybody sang. Yeah, it was one of those bars in Nashville that has uh, it's a cool bar to begin with. It's new that they got their own karaoke booths. So you can walk in there. It's glass. You can shut the door. People can watch you do karaoke as they're drinking with their friends and not have to hear you. I'm going to try to send him a, another one, John. Why? So talking. I'll talk. But that that was fun night because after that, I don't know if you remember, we all, we went to Broadway Street and we went to Tootsie's and we also went to another karaoke place called um, the uh, Ninja Wannabes. Line. Wannabes. And we did karaoke there as well. And um, – I look, I've dabbled in being kind of famous, you know, here and there. Um, you've dabbled in being famous, but there's no one that I've been around that's more famous than the guys from the Impractical Jokers. Every, oh, oh, uh, everywhere we went, we were getting mobbed because of them. Dude, and they're the nicest guys ever. Oh, yeah. And they, lo- and they do love to have a good time. <laughs> right. Um, and they're good at it. So I thought I sent, I thought I sent Alan. There was one. Remember we did that. Uh, you had to sing in front of the band thingy. Yes, I have you on stage. Oh, did, did Alan? Did you get that? I'm gonna send the, this one also to you, Alan. That I'm was also gonna make sure I'm not sending wrong uh, videos. Hold on, sorry. That was a sorry, different. I know this is riveting. If you're watching, I apologize. Um, well, while you're doing that, that was a place. It was for uh, the GD Comedy Jam. Yeah. They, they do their own show with comedians where comedians get on stage and they do karaoke to a live band. That was at a separate location. That was a different part of the – it was for the Nashville Comedy Festival. Yeah. Um, so they had different things going on all over the city, and that was one of those things. I, I remember that. All right. So I just sent that video of you on stage. I wasn't back because I, I went up later. So here's the video of us. Okay. 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 I miss um, those kind of nights. Wow. Sarah Tiana was there. Yeah, every, like, how fun was that? That was fun. Okay. Can't do that anymore. 
Maybe. Um, might, I, I laughed. Did you say head lice or did I say head lice? One of us had a funny joke. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to take credit for it if you don't remember saying it. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I see head lice. lice. <laughs> <laughs> Do kids still get lice anymore? Is that even a thing? I do believe they still get lice in certain parts of the Appalachian Mountains. Um, terrible fake accent. Um, Wait, who had a fake accent? Which one are you reading? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, Sean Kelly. He's a, he's a supporter. He's allowed to talk shit. Uh, um, Sean Kelly with the use is terrible f- fake accent. Oh, look. It's the song. When you sing that song, you got to try to sound. I have a terrible fake accent. It's J O H N. It's got to be you. I'm a J O N. Oh, that's. (laughs) Yeah. But I also do the same voice when, um, like, every time I sing Eddie Vedder, or I have like, I don't know how to sing. So I have one singing. It's on a rare, on a wizard, on a And I know when I said, and I will. Well, the dogs have found her. Oh, I've her tomorrow, and I'll see them. And I'll put her with great song, and I'll see them. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you've got, a, you've got a 90s alternative rock voice. No, it wasn't that cool. So when you try to put that on a southern. I love you forever and ever, forever. <laughs> Um, oh, Jessica Sandoval says, uh, are you going to apologize yeah. for not sharing the mic? Is the okay. Just, uh, Alan, we didn't even get John to guess it. That was it, John. Well, look, look, you were, let me just say something in your defense. If you chose that song and you were recording yourself with your phone, you're allowed to hold the mic. Now, had you had I requested that song and you grabbed my phone out of my hand and started recording and took the mic out of my hand, though that would have been rude. I think you requested the song and you were including us out of the kindness of your heart. You didn't have to hand me the microphone. I could have tilted it your way for like a moment. Yeah, that's true. Like I could I could have went oh and then just even like and all and then went like that with the mic. But I I was steadfast on not giving up the mic. Like it was the first time I've ever held a microphone. Well, do I get to look at it again? Because I also want to ask about your hand placement on the mic. Um I believe you had a firm grip almost at the top middle part where I couldn't even like you're covering up the sound. Nobody yeah, like you you're were, like no one's getting in here. Like you weren't holding the bottom of it, like like to share an ice cream cone. You were you're holding like Sarah it like could have like snatched it from here. Nate could have grabbed it. There's nobody. No dude, one's get, was, no one was taking that mic out of your hands. I was an asshole. Like if like <laughs> I was an asshole, but maybe is that who I am? I, I mate is that? Do I not share? I, I, well, well, we're sharing this it's podcast like together. Singing ability where I wanted to impress everybody. Uh-huh. There was no reason for. I should have been like Nate who just ate pizza the entire time and bopped. Right. That's how I should have handled that scenario. Can I, we don't have to watch the whole thing again, the Alan Jackson, but can we look at maybe five to seven seconds of it? I want to see where his hand is on this microphone. (laughs) 
Okay. I, I did the head lice joke, number okay. one. Nice. Yeah, I was holding that like we're playing that thing you do with the bat to see who, where you, you keep going like this, like this <laughs> all the way to the top. <laughs> and you put your, your, your hut, That's your right. Um, no, oh, I don't. I don't. I, I, I didn't. Look, we, we were drunk. Um, <laughs> and, well, I was drunk. I don't know if you were drunk. But, uh, and then when I get drunk and you play stuff like that and I don't know the words, and I, I obviously didn't know all the words. So maybe you're like, well, I can't, I can't share this microphone with him right now. He's drunk and he doesn't know the yeah, words. But I also did it though. Maybe this is why no, no, every comic guy has to be on our podcast. Everybody either doesn't respond to me or says no. Um, maybe that's my rep, Alan. I believe I sent you. Here's me also doing this to Steve Byrne, and okay. I, I almost feel like I need to apologize to him. I do have uh, that one, Alan. I, I sent. Yeah. Dude, you were doing the dance. Dude, you you know my dancing abilities. Yeah, you you're good at that. That's now that was your song. I do. I'm like confident that you requested that one. <laughs> right. Steve Byrne was down there. He was loving it, man. Steve Byrne it was, was having a yeah. great time. I I have so much uh, video of that night. Just on my, I was that guy again. That's the thing. Why did I just enjoy it? Well, I mean, it was a festival. We're supposed to, you know, we don't always get to get to get where all these headliners are ships passing in the night. We right. don't get to see each other and hang out that much. So when when those moments happen, you know, it's good to capture it and have it forever and share um, it on a podcast. Uh, also, um, I sent a video of you just on stage, I believe. Alan should have that one. That's my go-to, baby. That's my go-to. Um, I just recently sang that song again at Denny Hamlin, uh, the NASCAR driver, his 40th birthday party. Um, they asked me to perform, and uh, I I sang that song with um, Michael Ray, the country music singer, who's he's he's big, and the guitarist uh, for Hootie and the Blowfish, the blonde the blonde f- curly haired yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, I sang that song with those guys as my life. Did you tell them it should be uh, Head Lice? And Denny Hamlet. No, I forgot. Yeah. But that's not in that song. That's a different song. I was singing Keep Your Hands to Yourself. Head Lice was uh, Wagon Wheel. Wagon Wheel, which was Darius Rucker, not Hootie and the Blowfish, although they did play it at, at their concert. Right. Although I like the version... God, now I'm try, trying to think of the not not. I like Hootie's version. Oh, you're you're thinking, uh, but I like the the old one. Um, God, does Alan Jackson know it? I know there's people watching us right now on Facebook who knows what I'm talking about. The one that you hear all the time before Hootie remade it. Um, 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 um Alabama. Uh, nope, uh, not Alabama. Nope, 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 um, nope. Garth Brooks. Um, nope. It's it's guys who do like a funkabilly. They're young, not Bob Dylan. Now y'all gonna make me look this crap up. I'm just trying to throw you off. John, talk about something. I know Rascal Flats. 
Hey, no. baby. Is that you? Old Crow Medicine Show. Thank you, Letha Page. Old Crow Medicine Show. That's my favorite version of Wagon Wheel. I don't know if I've heard that version. You've heard it. You, just you know that country it. song, that, that old one? Um, I think it's from the 90s, uh, Sick and Tired. Um, um, they were Canadian. Can you sing it without sounding like Pearl Jam? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, what does it sound like, at least? I'm, I'm going to look it up while we're talking. T- tell me what it's called. Uh, sick uh, and Tired. Sick and Tired. I'm sick and tired. Uh, and it was from uh, uh, Crows or something. Um, so it's the Black Crows? No, not the Black Crows. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Sick, sick and, and Tired. Okay. I'm a no, 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 no. Take just, a week's vacation. You're just John. Just I'm look it up. I'll say, I'll talk about tired. stuff. Um, um, not nothing. Sick here. You could be a Patreon supporter if you go to heffernandreap.com. Heffernandreap.com. Click on support or Patreon, and you can uh, you could be a supporter, and we'll give you shout outs. Um, yeah, there it is, Alan. Thank you. Heffernandreap.com. Also, um, I want to show you my pants, John. Would you get a chance? Is it Counting Crows is what you're thinking of? No, I'm going to play for you right now. It's not Counting Crows. Okay. Because you said my something was Crows. I don't know why. Hold on. Can you hear it? No. You can't hear this? No, turn it up. Can you hear it? Nope. What about now? No, we're getting there. Hold on now. Now I can hear it. Can you hear it? Yeah. Now you need to take yourself a little vacation. After wrong was done, it does sound familiar, but I don't know. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. Wow, I have not heard this. Who Who is that? Who sings that? It sounds like Garth a little bit. I'm singing a song like I'm from Pearl Jam again. And we try not to get flagged on YouTube by playing songs. Over it, that, right, as long as we go in and out with the sound and we don't talk, play the whole thing, we're fine. Canadian, cross-Canadian ragweed? I don't know if they exist. Well, they're good. I don't know them, but they're good. Know. Anyhow, I like that. I like that. Uh, sick and tired. It reminds. It's got a little bit of a. Well, sick and tired is a great title, right? Everyone's like, take this job and shove it. Working nine to five, I'm sick and tired. Those are the best kind of songs to write about. That stuff like that. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. What's your favorite bum out song? Do you have a song that you play that's literally like a super super sad, but doesn't make you sad? I have songs. Yes, like that, that I can't eat right now. Mm. Nothing, nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor will make me cry. Um, and also, um, uh, uh, Tim McGraw has a song. Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing when he was eight years old. That song will make me cry. You do, but leave. I see that guy wrecked it for me. I don't even know how. Don't take the girl. But don't take. Yeah. Girl. Right. That's a good one. Uh, what, there's what, there's some songs that I that I listen to that actually wake me up and I get a like all shot A. Of obviously, course. 
I, I listen to, but it doesn't. Um, Saturday Night Fever, uh, like uh, More Than a Woman, How Deep Is Your Love, mm. all that type of um, Those are bum out songs to you? I don't want nobody. Like those like sad songs, I guess, if they're mm-hmm. um, they, they jazz me. You know what the opposite of that? What? Songs that pep you up. Um, for me, it's almost anything by the Electric Light Orchestra. Um, if you were to play Don't Bring Me Down by ELO, that just starts the party. Like, I, I feel it makes me happy. I feel good. I feel like dancing when I hear that. Do you like the Electric Light Orchestra, John? I like them. There's a YouTube channel uh, for those listening. Like, pick one of the titles pops in my head. 20 artists that died before 30. I know that's a horrible title, but somebody did this this mashup of top 100 songs from the 80s, and each mm-hmm. song is maybe 10 seconds long. Okay. And I've let it play. I've, I've gone through every category that, that I think the guy on YouTube is some random guy. That's literally his name, some random guy. <laughs> and he, he just plays like the hooks of every song. And the 90s one was just so – so good it fit my brain really like 10 seconds of just like return of the mark yes, oh yeah that okay, um yeah. it was just like all those crisscross to make you jump jump you just get in a good good mood it's like a little sampler pack where i play those uh albums you can buy from time life those mm-hmm. collections now we put together your 80s 80s love that's that's why those albums all sound and everybody buys them is because you only hear like 10 seconds of the song that's what makes those collections so good until you get them at home yeah okay i gotta listen to this full song as you were saying that i'm like it's 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 really weird how decades can get lumped into one thing like the 90s when you hear the 90s my brain goes to alternative music like alt rock pearl jam nirvana you know stone temple pilots but really you forget about how great that's where boy bands were coming in and that's also where um you know, RB, like Jodeci, forever, my lady. Like, I love Jodeci. Yeah, that's where there was some great uh, dance clubby type stuff at the time. That uh, Keep in mind, this was 90s when we were probably going out to clubs more. But it was, there's so many. 90s was so all over the place music-wise. Right. It's so, you could go grungy or you could. Go the club and call him Mr. Raider. Call him. <laughs> oh, no. That's the one. I'm Mercy, Mercy, Mercy. You know, just informer. <laughs> like, so I like your bum bum down. Yeah, you make me want to dance, John. Um, there's so many good ones. We should tell people also to buy your book. Um, <laughs> Not a subject change, but I want you to talk about it for a second. I got to go do something. I'll be right back. Go full, um, go full screen, Alan. Uh, we're going to go full screen. I need, if you get a chance, uh, go over if you're on Amazon. First off, I know you bought a bunch of stuff today, um, probably on Amazon. But if you have a little store, maybe in your little town, go buy something. It's going to be overpriced. And you're going to go, that's too expensive. I can find that on Amazon for way cheaper. Yeah, you can. But people are trying to keep their businesses alive. Spend a little extra cashola. That's where I got all this stuff. 
made that sticker thing right there. But if you're on Amazon, um, I have a book out. Blah blah blah. That's that, everybody. Um, okay, oh wait, what's going on with John Reap over there? John Reap over there in the. Oh wait, is he doing? I mean, hold on. Check it out, dude. Full screen. I wanted to show everybody my my brand new acid wash jeans. Look how eighties I am, dude. And I got all this space to work with. Like I could do, I could dance. If you want to play some music, I can I'm gonna let, let me find a good one. Can you hear the music, John, or no? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Well, give you. Let's talk about it a little bit. I'm gonna find. Oh, I just spilled. Remember this? We were trying to do this. One, remember? Oh, I can't do it. Um, the carpet hold on. I'm going to find you a song. Just give me a second. So f- let's talk about the, Oh dude, that's what they do on TikTok. Um, where did you get those a- acid wash jeans? I bought these online. I just Googled after we did our Jordash episode. Um, you know, the Jordash look yeah. with the two tone and the acid wash. I just went online and started looking for acid wash jeans. I typed in Jordash first and they didn't really have, the acid wash that I was looking for. So I looked at just acid wash and I forgot what the name of the brand is, but they were only like 30 bucks. Oh. I love them. I, you know, it'd be great if, if look at, they got slits in them. Yeah. I don't know what type of shoes. You got to get some K-Swiss to go with those. Yeah. They're too, the pants are too long. And if I wear regular shoes and not boots, I'm stepping all over the back of the pants right now. Okay. I got to get them him. You got to pe- no, you peg them. You, you got to yeah. fold them. Uh, do you want 80s or random dance? This is the first one I, I came up with. Random dance. Whatever you got. Okay. I'm done. Okay. That was good. <laughs> um <laughs> shit. God almighty. But I feel like I said. I wish Hey everybody, don't forget we got $20 pictures. Make sure you stop on by the bar. $20 pictures, make sure you stop on by the bar. Mark, it's not my fault. Dude, how many seriously, how uh do you even have it in you to like have a full like dance one song if you're at a club anymore? I I don't. Not not in these boots. I'm just now discovering these boots are not made for dancing. <laughs> They're too heavy. They got steel in the toes. And I'm on carpet, and it catches on the carpet when I try to do stuff. So it doesn't look good. And um, hell, I guess that's about 48 too. That's I'm, I'm winded. We we'll slow it down a little bit for you. 
if you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends, make it last forever. Friendship never ends. Oh, dude, I got one for you, John, and then we'll leave this. Okay, hold on, I gotta find. It's the book, Shane. Here we go. Ready? I'm going to speed round this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the podcast, I apologize. Cause you can't see in this, but you know, okay, here we go. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's kitty. Yeah. Yeah. We're JJ fat and we're here to rock. <clears throat> Like ours could never be stopped. See us three of dating. We know you like us, girl. So you better get sterile. Cause we are the home. Yeah. <laughs> in your world. Supersonic. Supersonic. Right about now. You're about to be possessed. <laughs> <by the> sounds <laughs> of MC Office and DJ Talk about something. Yeah, one more. You got one more, John. What? What? One more round. <laughs> yeah, that's the one you can just do behind a girl where you don't really have to, like, yeah. Where you can get away with not really dancing. You just kind of come up behind them, and then they give you those really shitty looks and look at their friends and like, is the guy in the acid wash jeans dancing right behind me? Okay, I'm done. Talk. Okay. That's uh, that was John Reaper, everybody. Trying to get him to have a heart attack um, with the green screen. Now you're going to make me, I don't have room to dance in this trailer or you'd be able to see my uh, awesome moves. Um, yeah. <sighs> okay. That's uh, three workouts today, FYI. Nice. I did DDP yoga. At one o'clock, and I felt like it wasn't enough. I went to Planet Fitness with my mask on the whole time. That was weird. And then, uh, and now this. <laughs> uh, Stacy did uh, bring up something. Uh, Stacy, tell yeah, she just said right there. Dance is a ten. Use a green screen zero. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, it's uh, Stacy and our thing. It's this whatever service we use to go live. Um, those yeah. capabilities right I but sure. thank you for the love of the dancing it's the boots i'm telling you if i was on a dance floor not carpet and i had my dance shoes on not my boots and i had you know better cardio i like you- the pick up pillow john what's that mean pick up pillow oh somewhere right here i have a pillow oh i see yeah 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 so uh speaking of exercise uh i asked people on twitter um, this weekend, because uh, I kept seeing people playing this this thing called pickleball. I've oh. never heard of it. Never heard of pickleball in my entire life. But yet, everywhere I look, I see pictures of people just playing pickleball. Um, I hate the name because I hate uh, I, I hate pickles. So I'm not already. I'm kind of out because I'm not a fan of. I wouldn't want anything that said pickle on. Uh, (laughs) but I never heard of it. Um, and then I can't believe how many people 
reached out to said it's one of the funnest games you, you could, you know, like a lot of people playing it. But I don't know if it's an old person game. Is it like what Shuffleboard used to be? Um, somebody said that pickleball is like for really crappy tennis players. Okay. You know, but it's, it's kind of like ping pong. So is it like if you're playing Wii tennis, but for real? Have you have you played this, John? No, never. So I've I've been watching. I would just um, play tennis, probably. I mean, this is a tennis court. And read. <laughs> Subject change. Uh, Alan, can we talk when that thing's up there? His name's <laughs> Alan, not Ellen. I didn't say Ellen. <laughs> Did I? I I've twice um, I think I've heard you say Ellen. Okay, huh? so w- what I've learned so far is one, there's in pickleball there doesn't seem to be like a lot of running. Like you, yes, you have to run, and if you're a champion, then you're gonna say uh, there's a lot of running. But I liked it because you're not covering a lot of space. It's kind of why I used, um, mm, yeah, I like racquetball. Um, oh, look at that picture. Yeah, see, those people are retired. They're just all there for the weekend. They probably have like a golf cart and they booze it up with margaritas all day. Right. And then they go out and play. I think you play with like a, a wiffle ball. Um, I don't know the rules that I know that a big empty lot that's in front of them is called the kitchen. Um, and you're not allowed to go in there. I watched the whole history of it. And wow. it seems you use these paddles. And I don't know if it has to bounce. Um, I just think we should form a team, John. I'm game. I mean, it looks like, yeah, like uh, tennis's version of wiffle ball. Um, got a little badminton feel to it. I've never played. Um, yeah, I, I've, I have no. But I have played. Did you ever buy the Wii game system, the Wii? Yeah. yeah, did, yeah. You, did you play Wii tennis? Yes. It looks like that a little bit, you know. It's like big. the balls are bigger, the rackets look bigger, and it's probably – Less running, which is good. Um, well, I think you play with um, in with double. I think people mostly play like doubled up. Um, yeah, doubles. Maybe you can play by yourself if you're sub, but it seems like it's a couples thing or a two person thing, which means you're even running less. Oh, I like that, especially after I just danced my ass off. That was good, though. and I'm my heart is still. I wish I had a heart monitor on where everyone could see exactly what it's doing. But it's still racing. Uh, the Alan Jackson. I know that you played tennis in high school. I want to get your thoughts on this pickleball. Have you heard it? Have you seen it, John? This is—he was a tennis guy. Yeah, I've never. Oh, George Allen. How long when you played uh, uh, tennis? Yeah. What era was it? You, do you play now? Um, a little bit casually, yeah. So eighties was that when you? Yeah, I was. I was. It was mid late eighties. I was. So did you have the like those Hooter shorts? Oh yeah, in in long socks up to your knees. Yeah, at least up to the knees. Yeah. (laughs) What's Hooter? What's Hooter shorts? Oh, you know the Hooter shorts. The ones Hooter shorts, like those (laughs) Umbro. All your underwear, like on the side, like. Uh, uh, Wait, shorts. Okay, are they like Umbros? Like soccer shorts. Shorts are like. They're longer on the front and then longer in the back, but the sides do this weird thing. Oh, okay. So it's got like a thing like, on the side. I'm getting a picture. Hold on. Yeah, okay. there's only there are only like two shorts of all of the 80s. There are only like two types of shorts. Booty shorts. Coaches shorts that every football coach wore. Everyone's dad that had the button. Right. They were like button shorts that had the pockets that went straight yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. 
right? <laughs> like those. What happened to those things? Those were ridiculous, right? Um, and then there was jean cutoffs, and then Hooter shorts. Okay, well, Alan. I don't got know something. if this is the one I'm talking about that we're talking about, Heffern. But uh, let me get my glasses on. For let this. me see if this is what we're talking about. Hold on. We're talking about these. <laughs> Oh my God! Is that the front of the back? No, I, I don't think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's definitely not the image I had in my head when I was thinking of Hooters. Uh, yeah, just, see, that's where you're throwing me for a loop. I've oh, been to Hooters. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I never look at the shorts. I remember I the Hooters girls' shorts were the shorts I wore in like elementary school. Op shorts were big in the '80s. Yeah, Jane Ocean Boy. Pacific. Yeah, I remember they were Terry. They were corduroy. I remember I had a corduroy. Oh, yeah, I had those, too. For when it was summer and you wanted to wear corduroy. Anyway, pickleball, no, I've never played it. Mark Driver has an interesting observation. He says, Hooter shorts, pickleball, I'm not sure, but I think it's a northern thing, LOL. Um, Did you see find a Hooters uh, shorts? I'm still looking. I'm searching for Hooters. I mean, you you want to see an actual Hooters shorts. Type in the word Hooters and the word shorts and see what. Hooters restaurant, waitress, short. Yeah. You know, I got those. Okay, I'll show those. And then you can clear your history after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someone's got a wedgie. Um, yeah, I, I I remember the soccer shorts. The umbros were big, like yeah. in the um, late 80s, early 90s. And I think a lot of tennis guys wore the umbro shorts as well. And that's where my mind went when you said shorts, but – then you said Hooters, and that threw me off because I don't remember the Hooters girls wearing those. Are they like tighter versions of that? How good does Wings sound right now? Um, Hooters. Right, yeah. Hooters near me. There you go. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, now, how does this – I don't remember tennis players wearing these specifically. What, were your, what was your point, John? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I don't even right, know. Right. Um, well, you know what? Then my image, there was a – that's not the actual shorts then. I've this whole time. There were a certain pair of shorts in the eighties that everybody wore. And if you wore them, you could kind of see your your um Okay, now I'm curious if I'm right and you just didn't know it was called this. Type in Umbro shorts. I know what Umbro's. And the thing about you weren't thinking you weren't thinking about that? No, I'm not even gonna look. Um thing about Umbro's is I've had the, the skinniest chicken legs my entire life, so I've never been a shorts guy. Even wearing board shorts or whatever, I just always think if I, you know, those on, just my those chicken legs. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. That's my soccer friends wore those. Yeah, Alan, I bet Alan Big wore cat. some of those playing tennis. I'm sure he did. I didn't. I'm not a shorts guy either, John. But not because of the I have skinny legs. I think my legs are fine muscle wise. It's just they're they're so white. Um, Stacy says not a northern thing. It's a huge. It's it's huge in the retirement communities in Florida. She's talking about Hooter shorts. Yeah, and they're right. Why, why would you? Know? Why would you? Why would you not? Um, Greg Warren, the comedian, uh, uh, tweeted saying that he he plays pickleball all the time. Greg Warren, yeah, they're like, he, he's like a, a badass wrestler. So if he's moved over, yeah, to it, we we should just form. Does anybody have a pickleball team? We should sponsor some pickleball teams with all of our extra cash that we have. I would love to play pickleball sometime. My brother actually, he's ex-athlete does all this crossfit crap he joined a kickball league now he plays kickball <laughs> isn't that great you come full circle you're like you're a little kid you go through your whole teens and your early 20s playing sports at an organized level and then you're back at kickball 
I uh, I remember woofing it playing kickball. I did one of those like, fun on. Remember the red ball? That, yeah, that red the kickball ball that yeah. made just that perfect noise when you when you threw it at somebody. Because right, wasn't kickball? It's, it's been a minute. Um, it's a little bit bigger than a dodgeball, isn't it? Yeah, but I think in kickball, are you allowed to? You're allowed to throw it at the person if they're running, right? Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Which all sports should have that. Yes, Real baseball should have that. Everybody, oh, I hundred percent agree. Um, NASCAR should have that. That you just throw <laughs> as you're driving, you, you <laughs> just throw red, uh, of dodgeballs at them. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch. Right, every time they come around the turn, there's there's something that like a bridge that gets chucked off, like liquid. <laughs> Right. Like Nickelodeon, like you're just adding slime to NASCAR. Yeah, why not? And then part of the track gets slimed, and then cars get you know we'll put bumper cars. We'll make it safe for all the drivers. Did you say you whiffed at kickball? You you missed the ball. I have a couple sports moments in my life where I don't know how you get rid of them. Mm. Like an embarrass. Like do you have? Where I some, I'll lay in bed and I'll think about it or think about something I said to somebody or something that happened that there's not a human being that remembers it, but me, but I'll still feel really dumb about it. Oh yeah. Kickball's one. I, I went to go to kick it and completely missed and fell. Mm. This is like elementary, you know, elementary schoolish. <laughs> um, I remember getting not passing a gym class. I might be one of the only people to not pass a gym class. Um, and because we were playing softball or baseball, I don't remember. And somebody hit a pop fly. And the gym co- uh, coach said, heads up. And I put my head down and ducked. <laughs> and she goes, you don't duck when somebody yells heads up. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's I- always, by the way, I'm glad you brought this point up. <laughs> the whole heads up thing has always confused me as a kid. And maybe maybe we had the same thought. They're saying heads up because something is coming at your head. Right. Now, in that moment, should you stick your head out more or shouldn't you duck? Or sh- turtle. Yeah, cause Right, that's time. what I'm saying. Well, heads up, something's coming, let me duck. But, I mean, you're playing baseball. The, the, obviously, the goal is to catch the ball. But I'm just saying out in the wild, in general, you're at a picnic – and, and someone just says, heads up. Like, I'm, I might yeah, do this move. But you don't know which way the heads up. So if I'm, if we're out somewhere, let's say we're playing uh, pickleball this summer. Once everybody's all vaccined up and we're, we're playing and something comes at your head and I go heads up. You don't know if it's coming behind you left to right. Or right. If, there needs to be different words. There needs to be like a word used if something's about to hit you in the back of the head. There yeah. needs to be a word uh if you're in a plant, you know, a stadium in a tire or a football or a baseball is coming at your head mm-hmm. that you just immediately DDP it and just protect your, your face. Yeah. Imagine guard if up. you were sitting guard up, make, make sense. Guard, guard up. up. Yeah. So not, he, not heads down. Where you been? Watch. I mean, watch out's great. Watch out. You know, because imagine this, let's say you're at a, a baseball game as a spectator, you're in the stands, you're watching the game. But your head is down because yeah. maybe you are tying your shoe for a moment. And someone says, heads up. And you do what they say and you look up. And that's why your teeth get knocked out. Whereas had you stayed down tying your shoe, 
you wouldn't have got hit in the mouth with a foul ball. But the fact that someone said heads up, you went, okay, well, I got to do And then you yeah. get hit. See, I think you're right. Heads up is very misleading, especially as a kid when you're actually doing what they say. Heads up. Oh, all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what do we come up with? Watch out. Head, not heads down. Watch it. Well, usually in that scenario, you can't get words out to yell to the person. <laughs> you don't want anything in. Right. Mostly it comes out like, like, so it should just be like a noise or something. Oh, yeah. Oosh. Oh. Like. Oosh. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think you're right. We need to we need to workshop that idea and get that out there because you know, as a kid, you don't even know what all the slangs and jargons are yet. You know, you don't know that heads up basically means watch out. Something's possibly going to hit you. Just pay attention. Be alert. Yeah. You actually think, oh, I got to put my head up. You know. Yeah. So so heads up is not. Yeah, I don't know why I failed that. Now, now that we're talking about that, I would like to recount my uh, gym class grade. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel bad about that one. Um, uh, but I gotta tell you this one real quick. I went to a minor league baseball game when I was in college. A place called the Durham Bulls. Ever heard of the movie Bull Durham, John? Heard, yeah. Um, based on a real baseball team in Durham, North Carolina, next to Raleigh, called the Durham Bulls, right. and so. In college, we would go there sometimes and just watch baseball games. Anyway, me and two of my friends are walking. We're looking for a place to sit. Everyone's got a beer in each hand because you can buy two at once and why not? So we're walking, trying to find a seat. And you heard, foul ball. Watch out. Heads up. Well, I do like this. My buddy Joel just keeps walking. And he gets pinged in the back of the head. I'm not talking like an arching foul ball. It's like a line drive. And it bounces off his head, and it goes into the stands. And any normal human being would be down, possibly knocked out, concussed. Joel, because he's such a badass, he kept walking like nothing happened. Like, it hit him. Maybe he was also embarrassed because now everyone's yeah. looking at him, and yeah, his yeah, face yeah. probably turned red. He's trying to play it off. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. He just kept walking. And to me, that was the funniest part. Not the fact that he got hit. Not the fact that it could have killed him and someone else caught it off of his head. The fact that it didn't phase him. I couldn't believe that. There's probably, I, I would say, because people were looking. I think that's what it was. Like, you're embarrassed – um, so you just kind of like keep- if a kid falls and you know they look and see if the parents saw, see if their brother or sister was close to them, <laughs> and their chance that they could get a brother or sister in trouble. So they'll they'll play up the injury, right? Nobody saw it, and they're not getting any credit for falling, or no, then they just get up and and walk <laughs> off. Um, yeah, I did that to a kid once, um, and he made that same move. There's this one kid that would always, if he would get hurt. He wouldn't cry until someone else went like, oh, oh, are you okay? Like, it was that part. And then he'd go, like that. It was a slow burn. And we yeah, did yeah. this one. Like, you ever heard this one where you go like, hey, did you know a match can burn twice? And they go, what do you mean? And you go, Fish, once. You blow it out. Then you go, 
twice, and you <laughs> you just basically put the match on them after you just blew it out and it burns them. <laughs> it's it's a it's a dick move. But I, I did that as a kid to another kid, and it, he didn't cry until everyone else was like, "What are you doing like that?" So. What uh, there was one in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gardner. There was the one in um, elementary school. I I guess maybe some of these hover or whatever, where somebody would do your fortune, right? And they go, "Let, let me see your hand," and they're like, somehow guess up like who you're gonna be married to. Here's your house. Here's your thing, and right there's your pool, and then they spit. <laughs> on your hand. I forgot the order of the right. trick. Right. Like they would do you'd, you'd spit. Ooh, um, I haven't heard that one. That's horrible. I love it. Yeah, then then there was one when you when you hit yourself, when you put but if your face is bigger, if your hand is bigger than your face, yeah, they just do that. And then, yeah. and then you, you are you allowed to Oh no, I know what it is. It's like pull back on my arm. I bet you can't like you oh. just you pull on the arm and you let go and they hit themselves. I, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, so if I if your arm is out like this, and I and I grab it and I tell you don't let me pull it this way, you're going to be coming back like this, and I'll make up something like if you can do it for five seconds, it's whatever, and then I just let go and you simply hit yourself in the face. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's great. I'm not. I'm not like. Imagine I mean, if you, I, if you did that to kids now, you'd go to jail, even though you didn't. You didn't hit them; they hit themselves. Can you imagine if you did that as an adult, right? Uh, let's say we're in a work environment, and <laughs> you go out with everybody you work with. Um, That's awesome. Dave from you know accounting or or whatever, and you just have all your coworkers, and you're doing it. You let it go. How bad? That's something as an adult. If somebody did that to you, one, you would you even fight? But you you would never let that go. I bet you there's people that had, do you even call it bullying? There's somebody did that to somebody in the eighties, mm-hmm. right? Did the yeah. same thing you did. One off, not, not bullied them, not was constantly just did a one little spit in your hand trick or a one thing. That's it. Yeah. So I don't know if that would count as getting bullied right. or your rough housing, but you know, whoever did that to somebody in, in your youth, you probably still think about that person. Right. Yeah, I'm sure that right. that guy, Gardner, probably still thinks of me burning him with a match to this day. You, um, ever, um, you should apologize to the guy. I'm, can I tell? Okay. So this is only a year ago. Now, when I was, Gardner was probably, you know, six years younger than me. Right. So when I was 12, no, when I was like 14, and he was like eight or something. I don't know what that math is. But anyway. That's a big time gap. So he was physically smaller, right? Right. I just ran into him maybe a year ago, and I had no idea who it was. I was at a grocery store going down an aisle, and I had my ginger beard mask with my own face on it. Right. And this tall, I would say probably six foot four, kind of a lurking dude with a mask. So even if I knew it was, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell. He just looks at me, goes like, "Hey, hey, John." I was like, "Hey, uh, I don't know who I'm talking. I can't see the face." And he goes, "It's, it's me. It's, it's Gardner. How's, how's it going? How's your dad?" I was like, "Oh, hey, wow." Because when I remembered him, he was tiny, but, but the way he was acting in his brain, he was still you're, like a kid. You're Scott Fargus, <laughs> but he. Well, Scott Fargus gets his ass kicked in the end of that scene, yeah, but in that movie. I, I think 
Who knows? Did you but, but but maybe in his brain when he saw me, he is no longer a six foot four guy that he is currently. He went back to that happens. Everybody that happens. has that that there's somebody in their life or you know that they're yeah yeah. I feel bad about that. But but, but but it was like, I talked to him. Man. I mean he he seemed fine. I mean we caught up. I sat there and talked to him. It was a pleasant conversation, and I was happy that he was doing well. Listen, you don't everybody one little thing you do to somebody. You don't know the ripple effects. Maybe that guy hates fireplaces. Mm. Maybe that guy hates never, the fourth. Of, he hates the Fourth of July. Hates and never got to roast marshmallows with his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, know, yeah, all of that because of you. So you should I, apologize. Don't I would love to, Gardner. Let me look right at the camera. Oh, hey, 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 Alan, give, go full, go full screen on me, Alan. Let me find you. Uh, hold on. No, John, let me find you good music, okay? I'll wait for you, but we're going full screen on me while I apologize to uh, to Gardner. And, Alan, I, and I know Alan man. knows who I'm talking about because we were both friends with his older brother, Brad. Hold on, John. I can't find... Okay, I well, let, well, let me know when you're ready. <laughs> want, want to do an uplifting uh, apology, or do you want to go sad, Jackie, as he cuts to me right as I'm blowing boogers? Um... I didn't. I've never said. I've never apologized to him for this because I never saw him as an adult until maybe six, seven months ago, and I'm sure that that was so long ago for me to bring it up randomly in that encounter would be odd, and I wasn't even thinking of it till just now. So I, I, it would be weird for me to apologize at that moment. But if, in case he's watching now, I would. I would love to apologize to Gardner. Uh, yeah, if if uh, if, uh, if John has the music, right yeah, here. I just I don't know which one. Let's go upbeat. No, I don't like it. It's okay. gonna be something sad, doesn't it? Like, I I don't. Without you know me, you're gonna send me down a, a wormhole. A wormhole, yeah. 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 What's this one? That's what? good. That's good. What Whatever is that? that is. I don't know. Why would I have this? Well, this is perfect. Here we go. So, all right. So go go full screen on me and. Hi, John Reap here. This message is for Gardner Cease. I just want to apologize for that time I burnt you with a match. Someone did it to me. I thought it was funny and I should just do it to somebody else. I probably didn't realize how bad it hurt you, not physically, but also emotionally. And I don't know what else with other negative things that may have caused in your life. But I want to tell you right now, from the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry, Gardner. I hope you're doing well. Merry Christmas. Okay. I say sorry, Gardner. Oh, <laughs> he was on Twitter. Yeah. I guess this would have been the wrong time to hold up a, a lighter while, yeah. while you were right. doing it, right? It wouldn't have been appropriate. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. If he wanted to, he could probably beat the crap out of me now. Like he's a big dude. So, I think people hold grudges for that long. I think they do, especially if it's something like that. Um, I mean, I've got grudges that I've I still hold. There's there's a bully right now. I'm not going to mention his name that I've blocked. It's, it's, I've, I've blocked him several times on Facebook. Oh, he's still still. I mean, I I let him back in, and then he's. Randomly said something stupid, and then I responded, and then he got mad, and then I'm like, "Well, I'm done with this dude." 
Oh, okay. So it's not even a good bully story. Like, oh, well, back in the day it was. Yeah. But then, but then as I, you know, when you, when they see you on TV, yeah. Then, and and they don't always remember the crap they did. You know what I mean? Right. Because it doesn't stand out to them. It was just a joke to them. So Um, I had to block him again. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I, I was such a little like Anthony Michael Hall ish in high school. Yeah. I was so little. I wrestled like 105. I just never had anybody to to do anything like that to because everybody would just beat me up. But you wrestled, so you could at least you have some moves, right? And I lost all the time. Like so I had so I never there was one kid I don't remember. I don't know where this came from. I I what know his name. I don't know what made me do it. Mm-hmm. Um, as we were walking down the hall in, again, my memory is, is not clear. Could have been eighth or ninth grade. Um, I had my jacket tied around my waist, Ooh. you know, like that cool look that you did, Yeah, you know, and I un- untied it. And as he was walking in front of me, I like lassoed his feet with my jacket. Oh, you, know, you do like the slap bracelet. Yeah. Just hit like around, <laughs> like around his ankles. Yeah. And he, he looked at me and he just goes, what the fuck did you just do? Like, uh, and I don't know where it came from, why I would decide to do that. <laughs> he barked at me. And I, I guess it's like, if you have a puppy that gets a little, a little shitty with the older dog and your older dog puts the, I don't know why I did it. Right. Um, I did it, and I thought I was going to be killed immediately, and that might have been my last uh, random aggression towards anybody. And I had no reason. I was literally just walking. He was walking in front of me. I was just bored in seventh grade. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That's a good move. The the ja- the lasso around the feet with the jacket. I mean, the fact that you were even to pull that off with the jacket. I mean, it, people with whips practice for years to be able to do that move and you did it with a jacket i, un, I undid that's it that's pretty cool I, like i'd never you know he didn't beat me up he should have um i don't i remember what the guy looks like way back then but i've not even i can't even apologize to him because i don't remember um but i just whipped it was a weird it was like a weird thing what weight mm-hmm. class did you wrestle um depends on the year well 105 mm-hmm. and then 112 yeah i might have uh might have topped off at 119 man we didn't have wrestling in my school i would have done it because it seems so cool um that's awesome as you were telling that story i thought of another one that i did i feel bad about um i did what random right before and then i want to hear about your thing because i'm trying to remember a random wrestling story um go ahead uh i was horrible wrestler uh and but I was really good in practice. Like it was good. Like it was, it was hard to, to, to beat me in practice. Mm, okay. Right. Every meet we went to, right. I would, I would just, I would get stuck quick because my heart would be jumping out. Like I was so intimidated wa- walking out to the line and you do that little shake the hand thing. And then you go, I would, I would lose before I even got to that line. Really? Every single match of my entire life. But in practice, when when guys would be like Heffern sucks, we want to challenge him for varsity. No, but like then my coach, Mister James, is probably like, yes, somebody please just take him off of varsity so we can actually, you know, mm-hmm. how bad for Tad Hatfield, the 119 pounder, because he saw every time I went out there, he would just start taking off his his stuff 
because he knew that my mat, my you know my match was going to be over. But in practice, I would crush everybody, even go up a weight class. Not crush, but I was I wasn't the same guy. So I'd walk out there, and my heart would come, and I always go, "I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. This guy's going to kill me. He's going to kill me." And I had one one meet, and I go to wrestling tournaments in Michigan, and I I get aced out the first round, and then I'm stuck at. Oakland Community College all Saturday afternoon because uh, I'm done wrestling. But the other, you know, other guys who went on. I remember I was beating a kid. I was literally beating him. Uh, and then I started mentally giving up. Hmm. Right, so I'm doing so I'm thing, and I'm I'm riding him, and then I let him kind of take my back. Oh no, he's uh, I've never he has me around the waist, and I do this sit out where you kind of like get your hips. You sit down and then you roll, you roll into the person. It's like sit out, turn in or, or something. It was a cool thing. But as I was sitting out, I just, I, I gave up. Right. So I sat out and I gave him enough of me where all he had to do is just kind of hmm. crank me back or is it's like a chin and arm. You never get pinned this way, but I totally, he underhooked, grabbed my chin and just pulled it. Right. So I, I got pinned. I got on the bus, Mr. Jane's. Um, who I bought my original Chevette from nicest guy in the entire world. I had his wife in fourth grade, Mrs. James, Mr. James was the wrestling coach. He never, I don't remember him yelling as a coach. Um, he just gets on the bus. I think he swore. He probably didn't. The, the memory, you know, is a little thing. Um, but he just goes, you quit Efron, you quit. And then he sat down and he just stared at me Ugh. and he was like, why did you quit? And I didn't, I, I still don't have an answer. I was like, right. So it went on. Horrible. But you're aware of it. You know, you did it. Like you're aware of it. I mean, even, even then, even as you're telling the story and even in, in the story, when you said you quit and he was right and you didn't have an answer cause you don't know, but, but you know, you did wonder why. You still don't know. I wonder if a little part of you felt sorry for the other dude. No, I feel I just, I just was this horrible wrestler. I don't know whatever that coach, like I needed that thing. I needed anyway, but this is where it comes back though. This is where, so uh, sorry to all the South line wrestlers. um, But here's where it got back. So I'm doing my first tonight show and I'm in back and, and there's, the old Tonight Show set, or I guess all of them, the, the sets of, of the shows look really, really cool. But in back, it's just usually just A-framed. Like, there, it's just like a, it's not a two-sided wall. It's a really, like a stage play. Like, the back is really crappy wood, and it doesn't, it's not the set, and there's writing on it, and gum stuck to it. Right. And I remember there was a little hole that you could see out of the curtain. So I was looking at the, you know, Leno, and looking at my mark, and the stage manager put my uh, hand or uh, put her or his hand like on my back. And when they say your name, usually you get shoved, mm-hmm. right? The stage person usually, you know, with headset just goes, go. And you just walk out there. So I'm waiting. And my heart, dude, my heart was going. And I felt everything that, that I felt, um, you know, wrestling, walking up. And I started having that talk. I'm like, don't fucking do this to yourself. Don't like my set. I ran a billion times, yeah. crushed a million times. I'm, you know, 28. I'm that prime comic on TV. Yep. You know, I couldn't have been more ready for it. 
Yeah. And it's, it's, um, never got nervous doing stand up. My heart's are coming out of my head. Um, wow. Right. When that, uh, stage person touched my back, I literally heard Mr. James go, you quit Efron. And so that I felt so bad about that. I heard his voice. And as I walked out, I had this weird moment of fuck this. This isn't, there's no way I'm quitting. Like, and I got, I had this weird, I'll, I'm, I'm going to get it all back. Every time I quit, I'm going to get it back because I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that right now. You have a breaking point. Like every, you have, you have a moment where you let something kick your ass until you're sick of it, kicking your ass. And then you're done and walked out there. I did my set. It crushed. I got like a, a TV deal for, yeah. you know, that was back when you did a set that was going to be your TV right. show. Um, got one after, but literally I needed, I guess I needed to lose or be that way. And I, I, this is, I'm trying to connect a lot of dots, but I kind of like that. So Mr. James coaching me in high school wrestling yeah, actually paid it forward. And that's what I heard as I was walking out there, or I would have, you know, wow, mm. that's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> those moments, that just proof that those tiny moments can last forever um, in, in someone's life. Uh, it motivated you in that moment, but who knows what it could have done to someone else. Oh, yeah, I've talked myself into having horrible shows since. Dude, that's an awesome story, though. But that's – I always – yeah, still um, – You quit! And then you're quit, like – And you're like – I quit this time. And then you go out there. Let's go, you. I'm a big boy now. Watch how funny I am. That's Um, that's That's a great story, man. Uh, uh, So what was the thing you did, dude, the the second Uh, day? It was, it's stupid. I mean. I want to hear it. Just neighborhood kids, you know, playing around. I, I, going through my ninja phase, I like all things ninja, whatever. Some kid took my own bike and was riding it up and down the road and taunting me. And I said, if I catch you, uh, whatever, I'm taunting him back. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick your butt, get off my bike, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you can't catch me. And he's riding up and down the road right in front of me. And I'm like on the, off the side of the road in somebody else's yard. But I had a staff, like a ninja stick. That's oh, a like bow. a wizard? Or no, a staff. Like you'd go. Yeah, shh, shh, yeah a long you. stick and you just do that, that stuff, right? And I was timing him riding my bike up and down. I thought, if I throw this stick and I get it in that front wheel, it's going to spin around. It's going to get caught, and he's going to fly over the handlebars. Yeah. And I nailed it. And he was was hauling ass. I went like, get off my bike. Get off. (laughs) And it went, soup. And he went, fear, over the handlebars. Of course, I ruined my front wheel. Like I ruined all, all the spokes came out too. <laughs> but I was very proud of myself that I actually nailed it. Uh, I felt like a real true uh, ninja in that moment, and then also an idiot for destroying my own bicycle. Um, you had to get. It. I'd watch that if that was a sport. By the way, yeah. Like the whole when you were telling you that the whole time I was thinking, could I could I throw a broomstick into <laughs> why they're riding? Right. You wouldn't watch that if you if you let five people up to the line and they all had staffs and then five people were on ten speeds. Yeah. And, oh, that would be yeah. And, I mean, and, you could even do it with a bow and arrow. It doesn't have to be sharp at the end. You can just try and just time it just right. You just got, you got to put it in their spokes, and you have to. Uh, uh, in BMX terms, it was an endo. 
Remember? Yes. When, yes. When you went over your handlebars, you did an endo. Because you used to be able to stick your foot in the front tire, and then you could you pop up and then yeah. back down. I had pegs on the back uh, and the front. I, I, I love BMX stuff. Yeah. That was an unexpected endo on his part. He didn't know he was going to endo on the ground. I almost bought a, a, a BMX bike. I, I went to a thing. I wanted a, um, a mongoose. I uh-huh. found this a blue and white mongoose BMX bike. And then there's somebody in Philly that would come to the shows who had one and he was going to bring it to the show if I got him tickets. Um, and it never, it didn't happen, but, um, I would, I don't know how I would have got it back, but I still think about riding a BMX bike all the time. Is that weird if we get our BMX bikes and then we put our pickleball paddles and our backpacks and then me and you ride and we we do a stop and we just yell at other people playing pickleball. I would love that. I got pretty good for a minute. Like there was uh, the best, the best thing ever was they were building a new house in the adjacent neighborhood. And I mean, when they build a new house, the house wasn't built yet. It was the the land. They had dug out what the basement was going to be. So it was like a big old hole of dirt. On, so there's dirt piled up on one side, and then there's a hole. And we just made that into our own little BMX dirt, like our little playground. You know, We would go do tricks and all this stuff, and I had the pegs. I could stand up. I could put my foot on the handlebars and my other foot on the on – the, uh, the seat and ride it like a surfboard. I could just stand on my bike. I could ride it the handlebars backwards. I could sit on that and, and do it backwards. Um, so for a minute there, I was all into the BMX stuff. But uh, yeah, we should do that. Let's get some pickleball stuff. Let's get some BMX bikes. I like it. Let's get some a book of matches. And okay, um, I heard your apology. I remember. Yeah. Hey. Um, Huh. We should probably wrap it up, but before I do, I want to get the Alan Jackson back in here one last time. I want to ask him. Another oh, we never question. asked him about pickleball, by the way. We got we got sidetracked with, with who? No, he, he he said he didn't hurt. He had not heard of it. Yeah, I, I, you, I, wait. Am I? You said that. I, I I've heard of pickleball, but I've never played it or seen it played. The Alan Jackson. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about when I say Gardner. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Brad Cease's little brother. Yeah, yes. are you still talking to Brad? From time to time? Um, yeah, I talk to him. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want me to try to pass along your, yeah, maybe, maybe that that's our end is, is, um, let Brad know that I know, and I'm sorry. It's so I funny will, with a lot of these. I'll pass on the word. Okay. Thanks. Buddy. You know, you, car- you carry stuff with you, you know, it bothering you and the person that you're carrying it with or the thing usually doesn't even remember. No, he probably, maybe he don't. <laughs> Yeah, and then if he, and it, what if he doesn't remember it and I bring it up and it makes him mad and then he beats the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, dude, I think we should wrap it up. We've been going for an hour and 28 minutes. Let me try to, I mean, I'm just going to hit this right. Um, what's this one? Shameless plugs. Uh, shameless plugs. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Efren and Reef. Shameless plugs. Um, you want me to go first? Sure. All right, December fifth, I'll be at Mountain View Pub doing country ish with my and with my band, my buddies' band, Southern Star Town. December eighteenth, I will be in Walhalla with Reno Collier. And uh, subscribe to this podcast, please. I'm done. Yeah. So, um, I got nothing. Go to Amazon. Don't even. I don't need you to do anything for me. I don't need anybody. 
You got you doing cameos? It's you know holiday Christmas is coming up. You could do some uh, Christmas I did a cameo uh, recently. It might have retired me. Um, I forgot I had to do it, and I don't know. Ever just do one and you don't know if it was good. Yeah, you know, like, oh, that that one. I've had one sit there so long that they expired, and they they said never mind. Oh yeah, so I felt so, and I upped my price on them just to make it worthwhile for me. But we're still doing them. If you want us to do a cameo, you can reach out to John Heffern or me, and we'll do a personalized video message for you for Christmas or whatever. Uh, and yes, Sean Kelly, we are doing Countryish tomorrow night, um, live at eight o'clock, and it's going to be a good one. We have uh, remember Jerry D, the comedian, John. Uh, from winter last time I'm standing from Can Canadaville. He came in third the year I won. Um, oh, he did. Yeah, but he's great. He's very funny. He's. Oh, I didn't think he win. I don't. He's huge in Canada. The dude has had his own sitcom for like eight seasons, and he's the host of The Family Feud in Canada. That guy, and he's super nice. I just remember being super, super nice. Yeah. When, remember when we used to go to Montreal and all the comics would get together and there's groups of people and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, tell him I said hello. I will. Everybody out there who's listening, um, hope all's good in your world. And, you know, holidays still going to be weird. Um, but, you know. We love you. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And if you don't mind, check out this little website, heffernandreap.com. Yeah, yeah. And um, there it is. Yeah. And then share it and subscribe. And I think, right. I think we're good, right? Yep. All right. Take us out, Rick. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over, but come back next week, same Reap time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, 80s church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know.